Hey, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review us, and please tell a friend. You okay, Mark? You sure? So little, little sizzle. Little, little. <laughs> yeah. All right, start over. Hey, after Mark dies, we are going to be looking for new uh, new people for the podcast. Anyways, uh, shopping on Amazon is, Female, is uh, large boobs. Please. You think I'm going to do this after Mark dies? What? This? Right. Yeah, I probably I'm going to sit here with you on Fridays. Let's get to the promo. Yeah. Tired of looking at your face. Yeah, me too. Uh, hey, uh, Shane doesn't shop on Amazon. That doesn't mean you don't have to. Uh, just simply go to positivesarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing to do this, but every purchase you make on Amazon helps support the entire PS universe. We appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. Uh, I do shop on the Amazon, but I mostly buy books that are a penny before shipping, so that would give you .01 of a penny. Yeah. Have we <clears throat> met? Yes, I'm Shane. How are you? Pleasure. Anyways, uh, movie uh, today is uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, Wes Anderson. I'll get to more of that in a little bit. Quick rundown. We'll do the uh, show. Then we're going to do the, uh, the movie, the bird, the movie, then the uh, son of a bitch. We'll do the birthday game. And then uh, after Slow that, down. Mark, eat a, eat a cookie. Mark, eat a cookie. Take Mark, you're the one who was just choking on his cookie. Yeah, that but that's because that I was, was laughing. That was my dick. <laughs> <laughs> And then after the and then after the uh, celebrity birthday game, we'll uh, get to the Build a Better Man project. But let's start off with the Grand Budapest Hotel. 2014 director Wes Anderson, uh, Life Aquatic, Darjeeling Unlimited, Darjeeling Unlimited, uh, Royal Tenenbaums, and Bottle Rocket, Bottle Rocket, whole bunch of shit, Rushmore, yeah. Fabulous Mr. Fox. Um, besides, oh, yeah. besides, uh, I just want to point out this week because this is the first time in like forever we've done an actual good movie. <laughs> So, well, I think RoboCop was good. Yeah. Oh, so, so now you're getting all you know pretentious. Well, uh, according to the movie, be, according to the movie reviews, good movie. according to the movie reviews, positivesarcasm.com, the new RoboCop wasn't a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this is going to have some spoiler alerts. So uh, make sure you watch it first. It's at Redbox. It's. I'll tell you what I think about it later. Anyways, uh, the Adventures <laughs> of Gustav H. I think it's good. A legendary concierge at a famous European hotel between quote the wars. And Zero Mustafa. Yes, his name is actually Zero. Uh, the lobby boy who becomes his most trusted friend. Uh, there's Zero drama, there's Mustafa. romance, there's, uh, Dark there's, 30, right? there's a jailbreak, there's, uh, odd humor. The one thing, besides the movie Bottle Rocket with, uh, Owen Wilson, most of Wes Anderson's movies, he generally goes out of his way to make his, um, his scenery in the movie as, like, unrealistic as possible. Out of the way. Well, no, not in it, Moonrise Kingdom. But out of the, out of the way is, it's kind of an understatement because all he does is basically worry about um, detail. Everything is fucking detail. It's it's animated, but not in a bad way. I was I was listening to uh, like when I watched Life Aquatic, the the, the fish under the water were so goofy yeah. looking, but you almost enjoyed it. It's, it's like, like it, you almost appreciated <clears throat> the fact that you were looking at a children's coloring book instead of like like something so CGI'd. Like in some of the things he's done in the past, like with um, Fabulous Mr. Fox, there's. It, that's all stop motion or stop motion or whatever, but the there's a scene in, in that movie where they show a cover of a newspaper literally for like a half a second, and he sp- stayed up all night writing fictional newspaper stories about the people in that town for that cover of that newspaper that was going to be shown for like a split second, and he had something like 500 uh, local Indian artisans painting the uh, Darjeeling Limited. Like the the train that was on, every inch of that thing was stripped down and painted and put back together in detail, and it's just ridiculous. I thought we were supposed to watch uh, the Grand Budapest Motel. 
I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Didn't you look it up on IMDb last week and realize that it was hotel, not motel? I just, I you went just, out of I your. Corrected myself. It is yeah. hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get that cookie out of your face and figure I think it out. It's hotel, motel. Well, I, one thing I the one thing I appreciate appreciate about Shane is the fact that he's able to watch this movie and understand most of what's going on. What was there not to understand? Well, because I'm stupid and I don't understand anything, Shane. So you're well, gonna have to. Well, I think I, I think after last week's uh, RoboCop, I mean, I'm I'm borderline handicapped. So. so he he said it in a fictional European town, and it was basically you could tell it, it was like he was working on old World War II movies, like the um, uh, like the old stereotypical, like you know, where they're riding on a train and the Nazis pull the train over to check people's papers. And that was around that time anyway. Wasn't yeah, it? So, and so basically, what he did is he created a fictional uh, country, and then he created like fictional Nazis. They're yeah. like they weren't Nazis. Like the logo was the like lightning bolts or something. Yeah, right? like a yeah. couple lightning bolts, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. the old SS logo. So he he basically created this whole world that was based off of our our world, but it was like right. fictitious. Right. Yeah. And the the way that it starts is it's broke down like a story and a story and a story. Like it yep. starts out with a girl going to a statue to pay tribute to a, a writer and then she opens the book and then so at it's that his point book, right? yeah his book and so at that point the writer as an old man is telling the story yeah and then it goes back to the writer when he was a young man and then from there it goes to a hotel owner telling him his story so yes. it was like, so it's like 12 stories going on at once right, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty crazy um yeah. Anyway, well, that was exciting. Did you get? You're did, exciting. Fuck you. So, I mean, at the beginning of this movie, the flash on the screen is like, "Please, please reduce I didn't do it to 16.9." I didn't know how. To and do I it. was like, "What the?" I was like, "Is my, <laughs> is my TV already in 16.9?" I was like, "What the fuck?" Was, is that? It, was it formatted good? Because mine wasn't. No. Well, yeah, it was fine. It was just when when they when they came to present day, it was widescreen with the bars on top and bottom, and then when it shot down to 1985, it was they resumed. They stayed in widescreen. But when they went down in 1932, it shot down to like really small on my TV. But yeah. it was clear. But there was bars on the left and right as opposed to the top and bottom. That's how much detail he pays Which attention to. I think movies. it was formatting. Yes, yeah. it was formatting today. If you're watching this in 1932, or <laughs> there's probably, I don't even know what TVs in 1932 was there. I mean, they probably didn't come out to like I have the no 40s idea. or 50s. No, right? the World's Fair was in 34. I have no idea. I don't know, man. I'm not a fucking history buff. I'm just asking. So anyway, well, I know in Back to the Future they had a fucking TV. Right. And it was 1955, so That's they true. come out sometime around there. Nobody can afford two TVs, Marty. Two? You must be rich. <laughs> Actually, we have two of them. Anyway. So yeah, anyway, the the actors in this movie, and I'm going to go through them quick because there's a million. But yeah, there is a million. You're going to know everybody on here. Ralph Fiennes, uh You're not going to know her. Saroos, Saroos Ronan, who played the young girl. That she was, she was in, awesome. she was in Hannah. Hannah. Oh, was she okay? And she was very good. She did a great fucking job. I was like, where have I seen her before? Adrian... IMD beat it, and I was like, oh, Hannah. Hannah. Okay, she's kicking some ass in that movie. Adrian yeah. Brody, Willem Dafoe, Jeff Goldblum, Jason yep. Schwartzman, Jude Law, Tilda Swinton, Harvey Keitel, Bill Murray, Owen Wilson, <laughs> and then another guy that I thought did awesome was uh, Tony Revolori, who was the uh, young. Bus the young lobby boy. Yeah, he's a relatively new actor. Yeah. yeah, I love that part where he got up in the morning and he drew on his mustache. Yeah, that was <laughs> awesome. When I saw Harvey Keitel, I thought of Joe last night when I was watching it. I was like, <laughs> "Fucking, he's sitting there. He's like bare chested. Yeah, and as he's talking, his like pecs are like you know bouncing up and like, hey, hey. As soon as he got on the screen, I literally pointed at the screen to go, "Ha!" No, like, <laughs> not I think it was funny because towards like the middle of the movie. You literally, every time a new character pops up, you just sort of smile and shake your head. 
It's like, oh, yeah, there's Bill. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's Bill Murray. Oh, there's Owen Wilson. Oh, there's mm-hmm. Harvey Keitel. It just, it was really, I, you know, it's, why does Bill Murray feel the need that he just is going to write himself into any movie he desires at this no, point? No, dude. He just sort of, I don't have a problem with it, but he's he just. Written, he's written into every Wes Anderson movie, even if he's only in it for a split second. Yeah, he's be, awesome. It's kind of like Jeff Goldblum, or not Jeff Goldblum. Love Jeff Goldblum. Oh, and Wilson being in the movie, too. Yeah, anyway. but it's kind of like, and Jason Schwartzman's in it. Schwartzman, yeah. But like John, it's kind of like John Goodman in the Coen Brothers films. He's been in like seven. You know what I mean? Like oh. he's gonna be in every movie. They All right. So did we break down the actual plot of the no, movie? No, I'm just been talking bullshit. I didn't even get into the fact that the author is based off. Of All right. So what's crush? What's <laughs> based what's, off of like a real story? Still, yeah, like, like stories or something. Yeah. All right, so let's crush let's crush that real quick. Let's okay. get right down to it as far as the movie goes, what it really was all about. So all you listeners out there, it's a little odd. Plug in, put your headphones in a little bit tighter for this section. Turn my headphones up. So he's the concierge, is that it? Yep. Sure. Of a, a fancy hotel that basically has all rich clientele, and most of them are like old rich women. And he runs the place, but he also basically is lovers. He's a lover to like all the old ladies. And at one point, his favorite old lady died and so he rushes off to his house or her funeral or whatever and her son is adrian brody <laughs> he's fucking mental and willem defoe's like his little goon squad guy yeah and so she gives him some priceless painting boy and apple's name it or apple yeah and so he runs off with the painting with the uh bellhop um Bellboy. Bellboy. No, Lobby Boy. Lobby Boy, yeah. Zero. And Zero, that's the guy that ended up in the movie growing up to be the old man that owns the which is, like, hotel. The, the, you have like the relationship between him and Zero, too, which is like, it, it, you know, when you always said, like, you know, people say that Wes Anderson is a pretentious asshole and makes these movies. But you look at this movie and you say, all the characters have issues. He mm-hmm. was an insecure guy who hooked up with old ladies. Yeah. And basically by him taking this kid under his wing, it's kind of like, he's this is the son that he's never going to have. Right? Yeah, basically. So basically, you have this kid that he kind of brings with him everywhere, and then they develop this really awesome friendship. He and, not, oh, I'm not going to support. No, uh, and it's just, it's cool to see the, the, that relationship get, you know, throughout, throughout the, grow throughout the movie. I know? like that part where he starts screaming at him because he didn't bring his cologne. And he, no, you got to break it down to like, there's like <laughs> three other important things that the kid forgets. Oh, no yeah. safe house after they break out of jail. No safe house. No disguises. And he's like, oh, I understand. And then he forgets to bring his fucking cologne, and, and it goes off, off on the kid, which I thought that was hysterical. Because and he's like, how did you even come in this country anyway? And the, the kid breaks down. My mother and father were killed at the yeah. beginning of the war, and I had to leave as they slaughtered my sister and had to – And I like how – And I then did. he's like, he's like, I'm so sorry. I yeah, that was awesome. That. No, but that's pretty great. Like his fucking Dracar Noir or whatever yeah. was there that he freaking wears, and everybody could smell it on him, and it's like – so he's fucking three sprays under his neck. <laughs> Bill Murray hooks him up with it at the end, you know? I love how Bill Murray is in the movie. Because it, it wouldn't, you had to have Bill Murray in the movie just to play the role that he did. And kind of like Jude Law, too. And then if you. If Jude you, Law was good, too. I mean, look at the, wa- I mean, wow. Look at these freaking acting. I know. Everybody's the A list like, is ridiculous. If you watch the movies, too, like you re- recognize the people, like when they did that, that um, where they're calling all the concierges from other hotels. Yeah, they're all actors I've seen and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like the guy, one, the uh, Indian guy from Darjeeling Limited. And yep. Then, that's, yep, that's what, okay. And that's there's that little movie. blonde boy that's standing there with curly hair at the end of the movie um he's like the new bellboy yep he was uh lobby boy sorry he was he was one of the kids in moonrise kingdom like one of the bad uh, cub scout guys i haven't seen moonrise kingdom yet, oh you haven't so had that recorded the, yeah, I need to it's watch pretty it. awesome dude um, it, that one's sweet that's like yeah, really some sweet. of the bellhop guys were one was they had uh fisher fisher stevens i think it is mm. i think is that 
But I don't know. You're probably right. I think it was him. Um, yeah, that was pretty sweet. And they had an older an older gentleman that I, I can't remember. He had glasses on, but he's been in a bunch. He's been in stuff. I recognize all those guys. Yeah, too, it's yeah. awesome. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome. I I do really like. But it is. It's cool when you see somebody in the movie. Like like when I like all right. When I saw when they showed, uh, I didn't I didn't expect what's his face Adrian Brody to be in it. I didn't expect I, him. Either. Adrian Brody's like one of those guys where you look at him and you're like, this guy's a tool. Yeah. But he's fucking awesome in these movies. I didn't like Adrian Brody until Darjeeling. Me Lemonade. too. Yeah, he yeah. was awesome in that. He was awesome in this. I saw him in Predators of all yeah, movies. Yeah, that's probably a terrible movie. No, it's not. He's also in Predators The Predators is actually not bad. I was talking to a buddy of mine at work and he was saying that he that we were talking about this exact same thing and he was saying that like he used to hate him because of Predators, but then or, no, he used to respect him until he did Predators and then well, he did a lot well, he of tried to make like, that. He tried to have like a throaty voice. Yeah, you know? he was in the village. He played like the crazy guy in the village. There. The village was terrible. Um, he was also You're in terrible. King Kong, I think, is the, the remake yep. of that too. That was great. Uh, he was all, he was in some like weird kind of like you know. He it wasn't he didn't he get uh, famous from the pianist? I think that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, that's and he kinda, kissed Holly Berry, and she like got pissed, like in a war show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a good. He was great because cool. I liked how he acted in the movie. How he was like, he was like, you know. You're, you know, he was like, you're, you know, and he would like say shit. Like everybody else was talking in that Wes Anderson kind of way. Mm. And he, he turns around and he's like, what is this shit? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know, he'd be like, what is it? Like, you know, and everyone else is like, what is this garbage on the wall? Yeah. And he's like, what the hell's going on over here with this shit? You know? <laughs> and then he got, then they show his ass and then Willem Dafoe's sitting behind him with his fucking razor sharp teeth and he, you know, knuckles full of rings. And I'm like, fucking Willem Dafoe's in this movie. How like, hard did fuck? you laugh when, you know, you know, they were playing on the old, uh, the old tribe. Tried tribe whatever they're playing on the old stereotype where the bad guy is sitting there petting a cat. Yes, and they're trying to intimidate. All right, Jeff. I have to admit, you laughed was really loud. One of the funniest scenes I've ever. ever so they're intimidating Jeff Goldblum. Oh my god! And all of a sudden, like when he doesn't agree to do what they want, he just fucking throws his <laughs> yeah. cat out the window. And Jeff Goldblum goes, "Did he just throw my cat out the window?" Yeah, and then he's like, "Yeah, I don't know." It was so abrupt. He's just standing there, and then they show the he's cat showing the cat, and then the next, splattered. it's so it's so abrupt. And the next thing you know, the cat's gone. It was a little bit more slapstick, kind of, than some of his other movies, like the part, it was, yeah, it was funny, like the right? part where his hand, like they, they cut off the dude's four fingers. I was Do like, you oh, think shit. they just closed the door? I was like, oh fuck! And then that was Do it. you think that Willem Dafoe laughed after they cut that scene? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. How could he have not? Right? Because I know he's kind of an odd fellow, but man, he's so. One of my be- one of my most favorite actors of all time. The, I thought the writing was hilarious. I won't read all the quotes, but the, some of the quotes I thought were hilarious. Like, um, so this is when he's talking to Zero about the girl he's that Zero's dating, and this is the way he describes the girl. He says, "I must say, I find that girl utterly delightful. Flat as a board, enormous birthmark in the shape of Mexico <laughs> over half her face, sweating for hours on end in that sweltering kitchen while Mindy." Uh, Mindy, genius though he is, looms over like a hulking gorilla. Yet without question, without fail, always invariably, she's ex- exceedingly lovely. Like the writing is, like he's always speaking well, poetic, but then he throws in things like she's flat as a board and has the shape of yeah. Mexican. <laughs> I love, no, I love that because one of my favorite lines from the Royal Tenenbaums was at the beginning when they're talking about, I think it's um Ben Stiller's, it's Ch- yeah. is it Chaz? Chaz, Chaz, yeah. and they're talking about the plane crash. And he's like his wife, you know, and he's like, and you know, his wife died, and he's like, and then, uh, what's his name? Gene Hackman's like, oh, he's a terribly attractive woman. <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I don't know what about that line, but I fucking remember it, and I love that my, line for some. My reason. favorite mo- line from Ten and Bombs is when Owen, uh, Owen Wilson's sitting there staring off in the distance, and Luke Wilson's talking to him, and, and he goes, he's looking at the painting. and he goes, I'm sorry, I was dazing off, and he goes, 
I'm on a lot of mescaline. <laughs> yeah. He's like, did you say mescaline? Indeed I did. <laughs> <laughs> he's drinking like his, he's got, I love how in that movie too, how like Owen Wilson's character, uh, what was his name? No, 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 not Owen Wilson. Luke Wilson's character, uh, Boomer, right? Was it Bomber? Bomber, they called yeah, him? Yeah. He always had, he's always drinking like, uh, what, what is that? What is that? A Bloody Mary? Yeah. So what he had like in his pocket, like salt and pepper shaker to like drop That's into funny. his drink. And I, like, I remember watching that. He always movie. had the corduroy suit and the, uh, I loved it. Headband. Right. And I was talking about that. I was thinking about that today because when I, after I watched the movie, I was like, I, I love his character. I love his movie. I was like, I watched it a hundred times, yeah. right? So I got, a, I got myself a corduroy jacket and I looked for nice. one of those like, when I looked for that Fila shirt that he was wearing, the the, yeah. the, the tennis shirt, the whole time, and I never found it. I love how he rocked out like the corduroy or the whatever suit that he had on, and he always had like a, a warm up jacket underneath it. Oh yeah. So like for a long time, I was trying to find a warm up jacket, but I ended up finding a fleece vest that I wore underneath <laughs> my jacket all the time. Just That's cause, awesome. And I grew my and I grew a beard one time. Too. I grew a beard because of that movie, like with beard and the long hair, and I was like trying to like be his character <laughs> to like look like it anyway. So. That was, and that movie was back in two thousand one. Like that's that's a that was a while ago. I thought it was like oh four. Yeah, that's a while ago. Yeah, two thousand one. I was like, wow. And I know this is boring to listen to somebody read quotes, but this is this one cracked me up a too. Bit. But when no, he goes and visits, it's like him. watching bass fishing. He goes and visits him in jail, and he's got two black eyes, and Go- oh, and he's like, yeah. "What happened?" And Mister Moucher Gusoff says. What happened, my dear Zero, is I beat the living shit out of a sniveling little runt called Pinky Bendinsky, who had the gall to question my fertility. <laughs> because because if there's one thing we've learned from Penny Dreadfuls, it's that when you find yourself in a place like this, you must never be a candy ash. You must prove yourself from day one. <laughs> I love that. That was pretty good. And then he's like, you, you should see his face this morning. We're actually dear friends now. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's a movie that – see, Wes Anderson is it, – it can – for some people, it can be tough to kind of get into that little universe that is his his type of movies. Is there a particular movie besides Bottle Rocket that you would probably recommend to get people's feet wet before they start watching them, or is it all no, just all of them? I'm just gonna Rushmore is a good. To add to your point on there, uh, when I started this movie last night, I was like, okay, turn up the volume because I was like, I gotta pay attention. And I was all kind of stressing out, like I gotta pay attention because it's you know there's gonna be stuff I can't miss a word, I can't miss this, I can't miss anything, right? So. I was like really attentive when it started off, but then I was, but then I was like, when it turned into the movie started to get, when it started to go, I was like, I sat back and I just kind of relaxed. I was like, I don't have to be, I'm like, what was I getting more stressed yeah. out about? Cause this movie was not what I expected it to be at it was, all. And it, it's, yeah. It's very it's a little down. bit more accessible than some of them. Right. No. Yeah. Cause it, cause it kind of, you were like, you, I was expecting a movie about a hotel the whole entire time and Ralph finds in the elevator telling people stories. That's not what I got. Yeah. I got a quirky ass story hmm. that could have been told in any setting around the world, but Wes Anderson chose to do it in this setting, which makes him a West, makes it a Wes Anderson movie. It's It's got that feel to it. Mm-hmm. As soon as the movie started, I was like, had that feel. I can't describe the feel, but I had it. And the world that he creates is like miniature yeah. castles and things like that set. It looks like that stuff you paint at Christmas time. Yeah, it's in front of yeah, things. like you paint at Christmas yeah, time. I love yeah. that was awesome. The little like, scenery. Yeah, it's awesome. And like when like when he's when they're they're chasing each other in the skis. Yeah, and they're going ultra fast. Like it's <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Yeah, There's you, you find you, you find yourself oddly entertained by its by its and f- f- quirkiness. He's, sit, he's sitting there yeah. get, almost getting pushed off the uh, ledge, and then he runs and pushes him. Oh my god! He freaking, he's like, oh shit! <laughs> He just his reaction to that was awesome. Yeah, he's just like, "Oh shit, you got him!" Oh, I see. I thought 
and I know Joe, Mark hasn't seen it yet, but I thought Moonrise, Moonrise Kingdom was really accessible. But then I talked to people that didn't know anything about Wes Anderson and they watched it and they hated it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I, I don't know how you could. Well, then, to answer if Joe's question, with his like, thing, then you're on board. Then pick them. Just, just go to the one go to his like, first movie and watch him. I would order say, then. start at the beginning. If it was me, I would start because what what happens is he gets more stylized when he gets more money and more attention to detail. But at the same time, you develop a relationship with the actors and his writing, and so it makes it more palatable towards the end. But like Rushmore is a, a straightforward, funny fucking movie. And Bottle Rocket, I thought Bottle Rocket was funny as hell. Bottle Rocket came, yeah, is like a the same style. That's like yeah, a no, Rushmore's. That's why I excluded that from the, from the rest of the list because I feel that kind of had more like an in, like an independent feel, like well, a movie yeah, you catch on HBO. Yeah. If I was going to recommend like somebody start with a Wes Anderson type movie, I would start with Life Aquatic. Uh, See, be, but because guys, it, uh, no, everybody loves Tenenbaums though. Well, Tenenbaums is kind of where it started. I think if you're going to, I think if you're going to start somewhere, you should start with Rushmore because it's a, it's more accessible than his other movies. Accessible. Right, well, Shut all right, up. that's fine. Um, fucking see, dick. The thing I like about the thing I like about him is like he's got like the artwork behind everything. Like the covers of his movies are. Did awesome. you got to watch Moonrise Kingdom? With, the, with the artwork behind it, it's like you know, it's it's painting on top of real people, and it's like he incorporates all that into his stuff. It's very colorful. And if I'm gonna say, if you're gonna start with, if you like, I agree with Shane. Rushmore would probably be the first one to go, but you go to Tenenbaums, and it's Tenenbaums isn't the same as Rushmore, but you got Rushmore, Life Aquatic, looks like Moonrise Kingdom, and then uh-huh. Darjeeling Limited, or Darjeeling Limited, then Moonrise Kingdom, and then yeah. this one all well, have that same fabulous look, Fox feel. is in the middle there. Fab- yeah. Yeah, yeah, the fabulous Mr. Fox, but that's more like claymation, yeah, slow exactly. movie. But that's but, a good flick. But it has it has the the, the characters like Clooney, Wilson's in it. It has those people, yeah. voices wise, um, but yeah, voice wise because they do the voices of the characters. Oh, Clooney is in Clooney's that, in that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, what fucking movie is Clooney in? But he's the voice. <laughs> so yeah, I I would start if you're looking at this movie, start with Ten Bombs, but go with start with Rushmore. Watch watch the order. And then there's literally the, nothing wrong with any of the movies. Watch the, you'll see the evolution of the. It's like it's kind of like watching a fucking what is it, Spike Jones movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I like, like, what did like, we watch? What, with, what did we What did we watch with Spike Jones? Her, right? But it, like, if you've ever seen um, uh, the the he did the he did the where the wild things are. Yeah, and it's like there's moments of just nothing, just quiet and shit happening. Kind of reminded me of her me a little out. bit because there's shit going on and like it's just emotions, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like her was. So Spike Jones has got his kind of thing, and then you have this didn't have the em- emotional depth that some of his more recent movies have had. Right, no, this liked, was a good movie. I kind of liked it, though. Like, this yeah. movie has replayability, if that's, it's, you know, it's if just that's fucking even funny. a word. I mean, it's fun. Like, you go in and you're like, oh, Wes Anderson, i got to pay attention. But no, watch the movie, sit back, relax, have a few laughs, don't think too much about it. Yeah, it's, it's really one of those things you just have to watch all of them because there's nothing, they're all great. So, yeah, I, I mean, mean, ultimately, like, you know, oops, sorry, like, right. but... There's always a thing behind it in the characters. And Mark, I want to have your rating first. Shane, uh, Shane, I, I want to get to him second, and then uh, we'll, I'll what? get to mine. I want to, I want to hear what you, you, I, I want to hear how you rate it first, as far as your opinion on it. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be all like kind of loose with this, but I, I'm gonna give, it, I'll give it a four because I really liked it. I'll, and, and the thing is, I'll probably watch it again if I can. So. I will. Yeah, I'll probably end up buying it someday. Well, no, physical media is dead. <laughs> it is dead. You're right. I mean, I have Tenenbaums on DVD. Like, who the fuck watches DVDs anymore? Right? It's right there, bro. Yeah. 
I have the uh, Criterion Collection version. I, don't think, I do, too. Yeah. yeah. It's got the cardboard cover on it and everything. Yeah. yeah All right, Shane. Blow it up. It's got the artwork in there, too. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm not going to watch a movie that's better than this for a couple years, probably. So, um, wait, hold on. Do you want to cement that comment? Because you know we are going to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles soon. It's true. So oh, you might want to This technically is being recorded. So. Did you see the guy on the way over here with <laughs> Avenger as his license plate? No. He was behind, in between me and you. Sure, I want that. <clears throat> um, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead and give it a five. I mean, I don't know wow. I don't know what is going to... So you loved it. Yeah, I don't know what's going to be better than that. It's good. I it mean, really I, was, good, I don't know so. if Joey noticed or not, but I was kind of like sitting forward and smiling the whole movie. I did like, too. Towards yeah. the end of the movie, I sat really close and yeah. I was like staring at the TV and I was happy. Like, I was like, don't be over. Don't be over. Yeah. Don't be over. You remember that part where he's, going? where he's in prison and he's cutting up that really fancy cupcake and he's like, who's got the throat slitter? <laughs> That's what he called the knife. That's what he called it? The throat, the throat slitter? slitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm going to go ahead and give it a five. You know, yeah, you say that, but I, forget, I, I totally forgot what I wanted to say too. It's like there was a couple of scenes where like he kind of, like somebody asks him a question, he kind of bursts out with like a loud outburst, you know. Yeah. And I, I was like, those those were like those were great. They're like timed perfectly. He's talking all eloquently about like time lost and stuff like that, and he's like, "Oh fuck it." Yeah, then, that was good. There there was just some good signs. And he says he would never sell the painting, and then three seconds later, he's like, <laughs> "So we must agree to go to the black market." We should probably it. sell this because <laughs> someone's probably gonna want to try to steal it back from us. We should probably get some money for it. And uh, yeah, and I'll give it a five. It's great. I liked it. Uh, I found the movie quite erratic and very up and down, but you know what's kind of funny when you, you think slept of... through half of it. Yeah, erratic. I, did. I didn't find it. Erratic. Hold on, let me finish my fucking point. Uh, 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 but I found, yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting how Wes Anderson can take like the saddest, the most depressing moments, and then all of a sudden just immediately rebound with something that's supposed to be funny or odd or it's so it's so he doesn't even. It's almost like he doesn't even care. He just sort of just throws it in there. It's like, oh, this is this is meant to be dark. Uh, but I'm going to completely change it to something rather humorous, almost very dark comedy. Uh, as far as the the acting, I, well, I don't think Wes Anderson has ever hired a bad cast. Uh, fantastic acting. Fantastic acting. Was. Bio con Dios. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that's from. What is that from? Point Break? That's Point Break. Is that Keanu Reeves? Um, you know, Wes Anderson, like I said, Wes Anderson is something that you have to learn. To, it's 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 like a it's like drinking Guinness. You have to get used to it. Um, so no, I'm not getting used to Guinness. Normally, what I do is I, I I'll go ahead and put a rating up of uh, what I think about the movie overall, and I put that up on PositiveSarcasm.com under the movie reviews. But I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna mix uh, I'm gonna take Shane and Mark's review and put this one up um, because there's a lot of this movie that they understand that I just Bro. don't. Um, this there's is a, Shane's movie right now. I don't a, think there was anything confused. I think you no, just there no, you, uh, no, you just missed points. Dude. There's there's things I don't miss or don't understand or just not able to at this time. And there's a lot of humor that Shane understands about the movie that it was just I wasn't this seeing. Is your movie man, this is like your. It was good. So I, I babble on about the la- every other movie. We babble on, and I just go ra- and I ramble on exactly. But this is your time. This is okay. like yeah. you chose this, and it was a great pick because. Last night, I, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling it. But afterwards, I was like, I felt it. Truthfully, I didn't want to watch it either. It was good. Last night. I'm so, glad I watched it. So Shane's rating of five stars will officially be the rating for what? the Grand Budapest five Hotel. Stars. I see where Joey oh, was going now. So that will be available up at PositiveSarcasm.com Yay, after uh, some, stars, sometime next week when I get around to it after everything else I'm, I'm having to deal with right now as far as uh, the webisodes and things like that. But an official oh. rating of five stars for people who do enjoy Wes Anderson. If you don't like it, 
Don't knock it. It's just a different type of movie, okay? We'll keep it's it. Good. Yeah. There, and you know what? The, and the cat scene was fucking hilarious. Absolutely fucking hilarious. I think the only thing this movie was missing from his other movies was some of the heart, but it makes up for it with some of the humor. So I think it's fine. It I think he can just take any. He can just take any plot, no matter how simplistic. And when take he just heart. when he just takes that actor, when he takes those actors, the relationship. Yeah, yeah, him and him and Zero. yeah, you're right. That was great. The two of them were just like father son type shit. Yeah, you're right. The, his act no the, the when he brings in those actors the actors make the movie yeah they're great. because you're almost because every time another actor comes in you start smiling again it's almost like when you watch Pulp Fiction and somebody else would yeah. randomly show up um and you knew the actor like you know oh, yeah like in the in the beginning Tim Roth is there and then he disappears and then halfway through the movie Bruce Willis shows up and you had no mm-hmm. idea we forgot to mention Edward Norton too yeah Edward like Norton oh yeah yeah Eddie Norton's in there uh but uh that's the kind of it, when you get when you see like an, uh, a familiar face in a movie, you kind of smile and you kind of and you laugh. Um, so that helps support the movie. And it makes it better. So he always he always gets the right cast, and they always perform for him no matter what. Um, so that's pretty much it. Five star rating. That'll be up, uh, and I'll give a brief yeah, review on it as like far it. as you I don't know whatever. Not. You know what was funny was like when Edward Norton comes out of the train and he's like, "Oh my God, he's like, do you know who I am?" He's like, "Of course I know." <laughs> you're a lovely child. Yeah, you're lovely. I thought he was like, that's lovely. That's lovely. And he'd be like, you can't arrest him just because he's a bloody immigrant. <laughs> but he called like he would call like guys like love. He'd be like, yeah. And I'm afraid that's me, love. And he was talking to like this, was... you know, some guy. So he started like Jeff Goldblum. But then like Edward Norton's like, of course I know. He was like, he helped me through so many tough times when I was a little boy. And I was like, wait, what? That's he was cool. he was pushing the cart through through jail, and he's like, yeah. anybody wants some gruel, darlings. <laughs> And then they're like, "Oh, darling, that's what he would say." He's and like, he goes, I'm afraid "That's me, darling." He goes, uh, at, "When he's sitting around, they're like, you 'You're one of us now. You're a straight shooter. You're a, you're a straight shooter.'" And he goes, "I've never been accused of that before, but I appreciate the sentiment." <laughs> yeah, it was just that's a they great line in that movie. He so. was saying he based the character in the way he talks off of a uh, buddy of his, like okay. a buddy of his talks that way. Ralph Fiennes, I mean, he did awesome. He was in Coriolanus with uh, Gerard Butler. The acting was good, but the fact that they couldn't they couldn't redo Shakespeare, it was just a bad movie. Was what else in, is Ralph Fiennes? Was he in Inglorious Bastards? He was like, no, who was the bad guy in Inglorious Bastards? He might have been in that movie. Um, Adolf Hitler. No. No, that's Christoph Waltz. Hang on, let's just give that a second. Okay. Res- let that resonate. You guys no, that- realize we, that's the second. All right, hold on. Quick side note. We had Ava going a couple weeks ago. You're right. right. Well, that's wait, quick, quick. Was that Hitler's girlfriend? And yeah. Joey's like, Joey knows all Ava, about That's Ava Braun. Quick side note. Was yeah. Christoph Waltz's character in Inglorious Bass is not one of the sickest bastards you've ever seen. He's fucking awesome. He's chewing that dessert with his mouth wide open. You just wanted to strangle him. All the way to Yaki Way. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes has done some other shit. I just can't think of it right now. Yeah. Because uh, I know he's, he's been. Let me get a quick promo read and then I got to update you on something that just came across my uh, thing. Uh, art.com. This month, shoppers can what? save 25% on all orders, arts, prints, posters, fine art, and more at art.com. This is valid all the way up to the end of July. That's July 31st. Promo code 25BeachJuly. Simply go to positivesarcasm.com and find the ant. The ant. Find some ants. The art banner in the sponsors page. This just showed up uh, via Yelp um, by Twitter, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld likes to go on Yelp a lot. talks about the diners. Obviously, if you ever watch the show Seinfeld, they're always at that same diner and whatnot. He, in what? Nothing. Continue. Thank you. Yes, he is. Um, he, uh, he recently made a trip with Jon Stewart over to the TikTok diner, uh, but he just sent out a recent review of the same one. He was updating it. Oh, dear. It pains us to do this, but just after I posted a four-star Yelp review, I learned that the manager of the TikTok diner 
in Clifton, New Jersey, pled guilty this week to a murder-for-hire scheme. As a result of these very serious charges, we are removing one star from my Yelp review on the TikTok <laughs> Diner in Clifton, New Jersey. I was not aware of these improprieties at the time I posted my Yelp review. Nonetheless, if you really want some knockout seasoned waffle fries, don't miss this place. <laughs> They're crunchy but never overcooked. I like them. No disrespect to New Jersey law enforcement, but I love the TikTok. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Thank you, Jerry Seinfeld. Thank you. All right, let's get to some notes and anecdotes. We'll do another uh, promo read, and then we'll bang out a birthday Hollywood game. Hollywood news, did you, and not Hollywood, I guess, but did you see this week that they announced that – oh, two things in comic books. Um, there's, they're going to make a female Hulk. Don't give a shit. Oh, not not, not Hulk, sorry. Uh, female Thor. Thor. Yeah, yeah they, and once it was on The View, I stopped caring. Well, that's not nice. Okay. I don't care. I hate The View. And oh, I and just, just a little note that don't we're care. talking about Ralph Fiennes. Dude's like the new M in fucking the Bond movies. Yeah. Oh, really? Didn't realize yeah, he's in, yeah. he's in Skyfall. Uh, he's also in the English Patient, apparently. So that was, that was like his. All right. Also announced Schindler's it. List as well. Joe, I can't believe you didn't get that one. They also All announced... right, can we get something more important? No. no what's wrong with that? Because I don't give a shit about they Schindler's also announced who's you don't wa- you don't God re- damn it. You don't rewatch Schindler's List. Well, he was in it. so They also announced who's going to be in the new um, Captain America. Yeah, they did. Can you re? Uh, can you uh, repeat that? Just give a quick synopsis. Quick, give a quick. Can a quick synopsis on it, please? Okay, hang on, guys. We're gonna cut this out in a second. Are we? Like yeah. the new, like the new Captain America, Captain America three. No, dude, it's all comics. Oh, it's all comics. All right, we'll take a quick what break, real quick, and uh, we'll be right back with more notes and anecdotes. I'm not. I know, totally lost track. Ah, I got a phone call. Uh, what are you going to do? Oh. We must be recording. Well, that was my niece. This is recording. Uh, was it my niece? I don't know. I don't know. She was so. on the podcast a couple weeks ago, folks. Uh, Nicole, she uh, is a graphic artist. She's very, very good. Anyways, uh, whatever we were talking about, we finished out with uh, the show, uh, with the movie, Grand Poodle's Best Hotel, final result, five stars. Thank you, Shane. We yeah. talked about the uh, Jerry Seinfeld tweet after he found out the, the – um, the owner of the TikTok Diner was in a murder-for-hire scheme. And then uh, you guys were talking about comic books real quick. And then the female Thor, which I think is um, – well, you know how I feel about that. Yeah, his buddy is going to be the new Captain America. Who is so it? So name going to be Thor? <laughs> but who's the guy? Thor. Falcon or some shit? Thor. Yeah, Falcon. Yeah. Falcon. Yeah, Falcon's going to be. Guy the, the wings from the Winter Soldier. All right. Yep. Thor. So they're coming up with Thor. Thor. Yeah. It's kind of like – The Excuse dark the dark knighty right is – it's kind of like She-Hulk. Uh, anyways. I saw, oh, I saw Red Hulk. Speaking of comic books, um, he's got Red Hulk. You know, Red Hulk was the... Uh, I saw him at Target today. Did you? Yeah. Well, Red Hulk, I read that is he was actually the guy like... Um, what's her name? Oh, shit. Like the the Colonel guy from the Hulk movies. Mm. Mm. Betty Ross's dad, Colonel Ross or whatever name. No, yeah. He he essentially like makes himself into the Red Hulk so he can track down the Hulk. Oh yeah. snap! But then also to point out some superhero stuff, and you were talking about, you know, Thur. Um, I was reading that. Wait, hang on. Are we talking about Thur? Yeah. Okay. I was reading that. I read an article that they said they're trying to tie in like uh, the Man of Steel to uh, Wonder Woman. And, you know, she's from like this this you know land of like Amazon women that are just like gorgeous and like you know can fly and do all that awesome shit that she does, right? Yep. So. There's like that Easter egg that they drop in Man of Steel where he's looking in the, the ship and he's going through and he finds all the dead bodies. 
Me, 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 me. We're going to do that when you start talking about witches. Yeah, so ways. we're just going to leave. Um, but when he's going through here. the pods and he finds and he finds like the skeletons and the pods, you know? Yeah. And then there's that one pod in the background that's open. Mm-hmm. They're kind of saying, oh, that's that's going to be Supergirl. Like, that's, what? Yeah, like Supergirl is his dad's brother's daughter or some shit like that, right? So and Was then this space balls. So what she does, father's cousin's well, nephew's former roommate. What happens, what roommate. happens with what happens with her is that she <laughs> what does that make survived up? absolutely nothing. Yeah, she survived <laughs> the crash, and you know she she created the land where Wonder Woman was like kind of spawned off from, and she took like the like the Codex shit, you know, that, from the Man of Steel, and used those things to create a civilization, huh. and that's kind of where Wonder Woman's going to kind of that's where she kind of spawned out from, I guess is they're saying. Huh. So they're wondering if they're going to kind of link those two things together for the movie. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. No, it's neat. I, I, then, I just don't understand that shit. I don't. Neat. It's cool, but then they were saying like, you know, Kryptonians age a lot slower than humans, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, Superman's thirty three, and he aged pretty, you know, on key with a thirty three year old. But I understand he's on Earth, so that's probably why. But then if she's on Earth, wouldn't she age just as quickly as he did? Like. Unless she makes this, she terraforms like this environment for herself to be like Krypton and and create all these super women. Are you actually asking us? I have no idea. It's kind of throwing it out there. Yeah. To to yeah. to to whom? To yeah. us. When I was watching Arrow season two, and it is really <laughs> taking spoilers. off. By the way, no, they're coming up with some good shit. Like there's some crazy stuff happening. So you know what else? Fuck you, CW. By you, the way, you know what else is crazy that's happening right now? Summer solstice. Right now, sizzling deals up to 80% off the original item price. Other top deals at Solstice Sunglasses include an additional 30% off select sale items, 30% off full-price Juicy Couture merchandise, two for 75 select styles off of Armani Exchange, Tommy Hilfiger, Guess, and Juicy Couture. Now through the end of July, get a $25 gift card when you spend 150 a $50 gift card when you spend 200 and a $75 gift card when you spend 300 or more with no promo code needed. Simply go to PositiveSarcasm.com and find the Solstice banner in the Sponsors page. Some ex- brand exclusions may apply. That's Solstice Sunglasses. Folks, uh, I know some of you people out there may want to actually think about doing your own podcast, but you don't have maybe a spot to, uh, a site to host it. Well, I am uh, happy to tell you that if you have a podcast and you want to have a home for it, you can simply go to PositiveSarcasm.com, hit the Contact page, and if you want to have us, we will, under the podcast section, uh, create one for you. And uh, we could possibly meet up and talk or whatever. And maybe if you want to have your own podcast, we'd be more than happy to host it for you. I, I have an idea for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's called. What do you guys think about this Wonder Woman? Uh, <laughs> and yeah. then Dude, we'll, the, the, we'll call. You know, everybody gets Wonder Woman gets a bad rep because like everyone's like, oh, fucking Wonder Woman. But you know what? Is that what they really say? No. Oh, no, fucking Wonder Woman, and that's pretty it. much the end of the conversation. Yes. Exactly. People are like, Wonder Woman. Oh, no, screw it. Nobody wants to see a Wonder Woman movie. I want to see Wonder Woman on the big screen because I want to jerk off in the no, front seat. No, because Wonder Woman is like, it's really, one of, she's one of the only D- heroes that DC has. Like, you, you, you gotta, you gotta make a movie with her in it. I mean, nobody likes the Green Lantern. You know, come on. Everybody see the Lego movie? I mean, geez. You know, I have not. Uh, well, you gotta. I know you want to see it, but it's in it's in uh, Redbox. Right? I think your argument is waning. But like the Green Lantern, like nobody likes them. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, they still make a movie about him. Like they just make a Wonder Woman movie. Like, I think you're, I think at this point we should just get to the birthday game. No, I think that Gail Gadot. <laughs> I still got to. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be awesome as Wonder Woman. 
What's your acoustic album of the week, Shane? It's fine. Just blow over my superhero talk. That's yes, um, actually, I think we should. We all should the guys have... that actually listen to this would probably want to hear it. And then I don't have acoustic album of the week, it. but I do have stories about my concerts that I'll get to after we finish the comic book. Uh, I'm good. Apparently, nobody really gives a shit. So I, I know. do. The boss man's spoken, so I'm just going to go and sit in my corner here. You've been filibustered. <laughs> Why does Joey have like a purple glow on his face? Purple? It's probably all the pills he's taking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Willy Wonka told you not to take that one. I don't know why I didn't listen to it. <laughs> Veruca Salt. I want it! Schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> yeah, How the hell like do I know that? That is pretty funny. Yeah, I do have a kind of a glow. Probably because it's about 2,000 degrees up here. Give it to me. No! I want one. I want one, Daddy. <laughs> so, Shane. How much for a golden goose? <laughs> What uh? What notes and thoughts do you have? Um, they're okay. So, um, I told you guys I was going to a few concerts last week, and I did. Yep. And, um, yeah. Let's get out of the birthday game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, Joe. Let's just get right to the birthday game. Screw everybody else. Hey, Mark. Don't be rude. Shane's talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I drove up to Freeport. Fucking Maine, asshole. The uh, the the headquarters. Joe, don't talk about yourself like that. The headquarters for LL Bean, um, and basically they have like a how little, awesome was that LL Bean? Story? That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. So they have like a, a pretty big campus there with like different buildings, and in between the buildings there's like a grassy area, and they set up a stage in the summer, and there's free concerts. Were you the second Goodman on the grassy? <laughs> I did. I was the second Goodman on. You know what's funny? That joke is so old, but it never stops being funny. Mm-hmm. Like never stops being He's funny. <laughs> he was the second Goodman on the grassy no. <laughs> <laughs> so I got anyway. up I got up there about four hours early and there were already a bunch of chairs set up, but I got a good spot with my chair and uh walked around town. I asked a local lady a good place to go sit and read and have a drink and she uh She pointed at her thumb and said, Here you go. <laughs> I saw the I saw the pics online, they were they looked really good. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate the I appreciate that. The lobster roll looked delicious. It was it was tiny, but it was good. So she gave me a recommendation. I was like, That's Oh, what she it, said. Mm. It wasn't. Oh, uh, was I too late on that one? Yeah, I was about a second too late. Rude, so she said, uh, "You know, yeah, it's right down the street." And I was like, "Is it within walking distance?" She's like, "Oh, I've walked there before," and then acted like she was drunk. I was like, "Oh, okay." Seriously though, is it walking distance? She's like, "Yeah, I've walked there." Take me home tonight. No, she was working. So anyway, I, I walked down there, and it's like you know, eighty-five degrees. Oh. I'm wearing Birkenstocks, and I'm walking on the side of a road, and it ends up being a mile and a half, which isn't very far. Oh. But when you're like just hanging out, you don't want to, you know. So 85 I, and you're wearing Birkenstocks and you're walking a mile and a half. That's... And I didn't know where I was going. So every time I came around a curve, I was like, where the fuck is this place? Yeah, yeah. But I ended up getting to uh, McGritty's or something like that. And it was it was really laid back. McDonald's? Right on the water? No, yeah, McDonald's it's, it's in the count. town. Shane, right? It's called Gritty's or some oh, shit. All right. But I, I decided I'm starting to fucking love Maine. Like everybody working there was like some laid back young girl wearing like – you know, just like really... seventeen year old, yeah. No, no, they're all like college. They were all like really relaxed, like college people, and and it was junior really in high school. Uh, she she was like, yeah, dude, just sit wherever you want. You can read and hang out. And so I I sat in the corner by myself and read a book and had a drink. And and then there were like a bunch of people waiting for tables, and they didn't rush me at all. They just let me hang out by myself. So uh, that story is better when it happened. And so then I went to the concert. Josh Ritter came on. It was a really cool venue. Um, it was pretty family friendly, um, and he looked like he was having a. I love watching that guy play because he's just grinning ear to ear the whole fucking time, and he does these little weird things where he like jumps up and then like he gets on his knees and makes the microphone get real low so he can sing into it, and he's all awkward and goofy. 
And like I spotted his girlfriend, who uh, she's a writer in Brooklyn, um, a novelist. And I spotted her and uh, like his little like two year old that they were hanging out in the front row, and they're looking at him. Anyway, it's he's a really good musician. is a is a great night. Re um, reaffirmed that you can go do fun things by yourself and have a great time, meet new people, and uh, the music's great. So Josh Ritter. And I'm going to keep going because I don't give a shit if you're bored. Um, and then Wednesday, I went up to Portsmouth um, for the Lone Bellow. And uh, they had to move it inside to a church, and it was like a million fucking degrees in the church. But, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask if there was green eyes and a heart of gold. There was yeah. green eyes and a heart of gold. So I, I went up to the balcony, got front row in the balcony. Yeah, you did. Saw yeah. that picture. Yeah. And uh, th- these people, just their, their, their voices... Just fucking blend. You know how certain people in bands just like blend together, and you can't even tell whose voice is what anymore. Yeah, fish. <laughs> yeah, terrible. <laughs> but waiting all night. They went to the center of the church at one point and sang without without any microphones, anything like that, and their voices just blend perfectly. It was a extremely high energy show. Like these people don't fucking rest, and they, you know, it's almost like a, it's almost kind of like a southern church, like people clapping and like. At one point, they pointed it out because all the ladies were using like books as fans and stuff like that. It looked like like some Southern Baptist church or some shit. But yeah, it was, it was a really good night. And I got to say, it was probably one of the most peaceful and I don't care how stupid I sound, peaceful and like religious experiences I've had in a church in like the last 20 fucking years. And it had nothing <laughs> to do with religion. But you know what I mean? It's just everybody was gathering together. Yeah. It you know it was it was really nice. I had a good time. Everybody look up the Lone Bellow and Josh Ritter, and uh, Mark listened to both of them. I don't think he like loved either one of them, but you know, he listened to them, which is good. Him. Give him a shot. You never know. Who's I gonna like speak. Josh Ritter. You never know who's going to speak to you. And yeah, I had a good time. He spoke to me a little bit. I'm going to go cut my wrist. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! After a great review, you end it like that. Come on, <laughs> take take over and one, two, and. No, seriously, though. Thanks, Shane, for sharing. That was really awesome. That I, was great. I, 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 I just felt so fucking good about life when I got out of that concert. Like everybody That's awesome. was, everybody That's was good. like drenching sweat. We came outside. It was like, like fifty five degrees outside. Yeah, everybody was, took their shirt off at one point, right? Even there was like fog raising off the river downtown, and Portsmouth's like an awesome fucking town to hang out in. Anyway, yeah. it was yeah, just, it was, a, it was a great experience. Like I was walking down the street before the concert and realized the band was right behind me, and I was like, hey, I know those guys. And it's awesome. Yeah, it sounds fun. like a good time. Thanks, man. I had fun. I, it sounds like a good time to me. So no, I had a great I would, time. I wouldn't be, be slitting anything after that. No, it was it was a very, very great experience. And for a Wednesday night when you had nothing else to do, you can't beat it. Makes work on Thursday hard, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this? I guess. All right. You know, when I listen, I like the Josh Ritter one. The, the, okay, I don't remember the name of it. One with the horse on the cover. Of animal it. Years? That's yeah, good, Animal right? Years. That's a good one. And the Lone Bellows CD starts off pretty good, too. With the Green Eyes and the Heart of Gold, but then it kind of slows down a little bit for me. So. How fucking energetic are they? Like, when they I, sing... When the first song, was, it was all... And then I kind of slowed down, and I was like, well... Yeah, so. that does. Well, they... Uh, like, at them as a band, they... It start Like, they there was, like, this group of artists and stuff like that in, in Georgia... And the guy that, that started the band, his wife fell off of the horse the first year they got married. Jesus. And she became like a quadriplegic. 
And the other guy in the band was like, you know, dude, maybe you should start journaling. And when he journaled, he wrote in like rhyme. Yeah. And his buddy's like, dude, you got to learn how to play guitar because you sing great, like, and put these to songs. And so that's how they started. Like, he started writing. And all those people in Georgia were like, I'll tell you what, if, you know, they would sit around together and they'd be like, if she ever, some miracle happens where she can walk again, we're all going to move to Brooklyn together and be like, all of us artists are going to move together. Yeah. And his fucking wife miraculously recovers and can walk. That's fantastic. And so, they, so she has full function of her arms yeah, and legs? everything. Does she play in the band? No. Oh. So they moved to fucking uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. And he performs at a wedding of this, uh, and the guy's sister is a singer too, and they made them sing together at the at the church. Yeah. And they started singing together, and, like, as soon as they started singing together, like, all three of them, like, they all kind of, like, stopped, and they looked at each other, and they're like, oh, fuck. Because, like, as soon as they sang randomly together, their voices were just, like, wow, perfect. And so, like, that's how they ended up becoming a band. Like, they all just kind of – she's from Tennessee, and they all kind of randomly met up in Bro- – it's just crazy how stuff like that happens. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Story. Whatever. I like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's interesting how shitty things can happen, and then things can blossom out of that. You know what I mean? All right. I'm gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the celebrity birthday game. Who is uh who's on who's on the today's um, grudge match? Uh, Shane, were you in Me. charge? Me. All right. Oh, I thought you were doing the questions this week, Shane. You did them. Fuck you. Yeah, it's called losing, Mark. All right, take I a break. Come prepared. Be right back with the celebrity birthday game. Going to the post office can suck and be a total time waster. Stamps.com is the easiest, most convenient way for individuals and businesses to manage all of their mailing needs. Over 400,000 individuals and businesses already use Stamps.com to manage their mailing needs. Print USPS-approved postage right from your PC. Use Stamps.com postage to send letters, package, and even priority mail. Stamps.com virtually eliminates trips to the post office. If you sign up for Stamps.com, you get an $80 offer that includes postage and free digital scale. Stamps.com offers a four-week no-risk trial for all new customers. Quit wasting your lunch hour at the post office. Simply go to positivesarcasm.com and find the Stamps banner in the sponsors page. All right. Uh, pardon my voice. I'm uh, chewing on uh, meal number six. Obviously, you already know what, why, but this is the most important part of the podcast right now, the celebrity birthday game. As you know, both know, last week, Mark went down in a uh, blaze of glory. And uh, I guess it's my turn this week to uh, step my game up and get start get back on a winning record. So yeah, you ready? Mark is going to be hosting the uh, celebrity birthday game, and uh, I will be going up against Shane, who has who is actually two and zero. So yeah, Mark, ready, why don't you go ahead so, and uh, Mark, why don't you go ahead and get yeah. focused on your doing? Make sure actor, hey, actress, say it's your birthday game. Okay, <laughs> do it. That's our new. <laughs> I'm chewing and listening, and guys, I can tell by the, the frequencies here who actually did say it first. So please, Joey, that's our <laughs> that's, that's our theme song that we made up a couple weeks ago. Did you hear it? <laughs> say it's your birthday game. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, like two two guitar strums behind that will be golden. That is so funny. Joey gets thrown in there every time. We can do some like audience in the background. <laughs> Today's contestants: <laughs> Joey and Shane. <laughs> Bullshit game. All right, so all right, banana head. I got seventeen here, as always. Okay, just say actor or actress. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna mix it up. I I, I have the breakdown for you. 
I, of actors, actor, actresses, athletes, singer. Closer to the microphone. And a couple miscellaneous uh, motherfucker. Mark, what the fuck? God. All right. Damn it. It looks like a fucking earthquake on my computer oh, right now. Fix it, it should look like an earthquake because yeah. I just gave you one. All right, you need to relax there. Okay? I'm, dude, I'm fucking aggro here, okay? Yeah. I'm eating food with no flavor. I'm sorry. That's not my fault. All right. Ready? Game. Apparently not. I'm ready. All right. Clue. I keep moving my fucking head, but yeah, I'm ready. I know. I feel like I'm like... Category clue. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, actor. Freddy Krueger remake. Drew, Joey. Jackie Earl Healy. All right. What the fuck is that? Rose Jack and Watchmen. Oh, that guy from the Robocop the other day? Yes. No. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. All right. Actress. Glee. Joey. Mm. Go ahead. Leah Michelle. No. Joey. Yeah. I don't know her name. That doesn't really help. <laughs> oh, I don't know her name. Ding, ding, ding. You got it right. Two nothing. You know. All right. All right. Next clue. I don't know her name. You'll know it. Um. Hold on. Let me go on IMDb. <laughs> no, no. Role models? No. Yeah, no, I was, well, was going to say role models, yes. But uh, yes, role models. I don't know her name. All right. She was in role models. That, that, come on. Let's, let's t- tighten it up here. It's no good. You don't know who it is either? I know exactly I who the brother is. I know who it is, but I don't know her name. All right, well then say, okay, Shane, yeah, five, four, I three. I don't know her name. Okay. Joey? Joey doesn't know either, just say it. I thought you said he, oh. I know who it is, I just don't know her name. Yeah. All right. What's her name? Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, God damn it. And wait for the clues. Second clue, don't say anything. Once the clue comes out, you know how it works. Yes, master. Thank you. Asshole. All right. Maybe I will drink tonight. Yeah, I feel like I need a drink right now, too. All right, awesome. next, next uh, person. This is an actor. Actor. First clue. Elf. Shane. Joey. Shane. Will Ferrell. Got it. All right. I was way before you on that one, asshole. Yeah, you got All it. All right, next one. Actress. Okay. Clue. Red bikini in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Come on. You know she married Paul Simon? No, she did. Yeah, she did. Look no, it up. She's married to somebody else right now. What's her name? I don't know. But she married Paul Simon. No, Paul Simon's married to uh, fucking um, Joe. Do you know Phoebe? I actually didn't watch the whole movie. What Shane? I am is what I am. Are you what you are? Oh, what you remember her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edie yeah, Burkell. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that's okay. Paul Simon. So okay, so Shane, you don't know Joe. Do you want to take a you want to take a guess? No, next clue. He did. She did marry somebody. Famous, All right, though. she's married to uh, Kevin Klein. Oh, sweet. What's his name? What's her name? That's the next clue. We don't know. We her don't name. know it. God, you guys suck. No, you fucking suck. Phoebe Cates. I knew it was something. Next clue. Name Mouth from the movie Goonies. Come on. I don't know his name. I mean, you certainly got me to stop because I don't know any of these actors. Do the do the curly shuffle. All right. Well, oh, hang on. Oh, no, 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 no. Mouth. Oh, not Chunk. Um, I didn't say Chuck. I said mouth. Um, hang on. You can you can give the next clue while I think. Oh, Shane Corey Feldman. Yes, thank you for knowing. 
I thought you meant Chunk. I don't fucking know Chunk's name. I said mouth. No, I know. Goof. I know you said it. All right. All right. Actor. Joey, let's go. We got Ready? Hey, actor. I'm, I'm in it. I'm just waiting for something. Knight Rider. Joey. Shane. Joey. I don't know. I was close. Joey had it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mr. Feeney. Yeah. <laughs> What's the score? It's two to two. Okay. Wrong. Next one. Athlete. Detroit Lions running back. Joey. Joey. I got it. Reggie Bush. Shane? Oh. Oh. I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't know if it's now or not, but I'm going to go ahead and say Barry Sanders. Okay. Shane? Shane's right with Barry I was going to say Javon Best, but then I was like, wait, no, hang on. Why would the fuck would he put Javon Best in there? Yeah, nobody would care about Javon Best. All right, next one. Actor. Fast and Furious. Joey. What? Hmm. Who is Vin Diesel? Yes. 46. Really? Good looking man. Alright, ready? Sometimes I look at him. Actress. Okay. <laughs> Veronica Mars. Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I never remember her name. <laughs> Joey. Wait, wait. 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 He gets five on, seconds. <laughs> Do you know it or no? Five, four. Kristen Bell. Oh. I always, say, I always want to say Sarah Marshall. <laughs> yeah, that was my next clue. Alright, it's four to three, Shane. That was a good pull. Thanks. Athlete for the next one. Nickname, Penny. Joey, Penny. I got it. I totally own you on that one. Who is Anthony Hardaway? All right. Jay Moore's know. favorite name. Four to four. Next clue. Oh, Did you see how Tracy McGrady retired from yeah, baseball? This one sucks. Good All for right. him. Next clue. <laughs> Broadcaster, okay? You said behind her at a vocal concert. Sports center. Joey. Shane. Who? Currently, though. Yeah. Currently, sports. Center. Joey had it. Remember? Stuart Scott. Yeah, it was a good guess. All right. He, he that was a guess today. hardcore. But you know what? He was in the news for yeah. his speech, so okay. that's a good one. Yeah. Next clue. Model slash actress. Uh, clue. I I, bet that, I did say clue, didn't I? Model slash <laughs> actress slash model. Here's the clue. Tom Brady. Joey. Who? <sighs> Do you not know her name? Wait. I need full name. Giselle Bunchen. Yeah. What's the score? All right. Um, six to four, Joe. Fuck. All right. That's what? Ten minus one because we don't seven. So we have. Ten don't call it a comeback. I've been here for weeks. <laughs> yeah, you have. I know. All right. Next one. Singer. Okay. Singer. Ready? Clue. Black hole Joey. Sun. Are you supposed to wait till I finish the clue? You you just yelled at him for that like five minutes ago. No, you didn't get no. You gave a clue, and then he gave himself a clue. I and said then, black holes, and then I yeah. Right. Go ahead, Chris Core. Now, right. it's kind of hard. Uh, What's the matter? Nothing. It's kind of hard with me right here next to you. No, I'll just get my ass kicked. Do you feel more comfortable if I was across? Because I think that would make it. It's kind of hard to like say your name. I don't know why. Like, I, I don't. I don't like doing that either. We should have some buzzers or something. All right, ready? Next person, actor, okay? He's referred to as bag. Shane, yeah. Brian Austin Green. <laughs> <laughs> Do your impression. Do your impression. Do your impression. Oh, it's not even that good. <laughs> Do it. Where's Donna? Anybody seen Donna? <laughs> Oh my god, all the trees are coming alive. 
Everybody seen Donna? Uh, wow. Uh, Ryan Austin Green. Yeah. He's referred to as bad. Former 90210 star with Tori Spelling, formerly with Vanessa Marcel, and currently married to uh, Megan Fox. Yeah, he's got a nice little track record yeah, going he does. there. Yeah, he's doing okay. All right, next one. All right. This one's going to be tough, but actor, The Last Kingdom, The Last King of Scotland. Joey. Fuck. Yes. That's fucking so easy. Who is Forrest Whitaker? Who is Forrest Whitaker? I'm sorry. You know what? I have to apologize. I didn't realize it was so fucking easy. You know what? That was a little cocky. I didn't mean. What was Forrest Whitaker's eyeball? I was gonna say like, you see the eye too. Hey, what am I saying? Okay, Joe's got eight. I lost. Who cares? Let's keep going. He's got five. I can't help it. It's in my nature. He's like, you know what he is? He's like an imperfect Shaquille O'Neal. All right, next person. I'll leave that one alone. Kobe. Male, re- this is a male wrestler. Okay, <laughs> all right. So I have to say male, so you know it's not. Kobe. Um, clue is former governor of Minnesota. Joey, who is Jesse the Body Ventura? You know that? Yeah. All right. Kobe. Ain't got time to bleed. I thought this was gonna be pretty balanced, but I guess not. Kobe. Well, I'm, I'm kind of imbalanced, so. All right. Next one, actress. Actress. Cobra. Joey. Man. Good. Who is it? I got eight seconds. I'm thinking. Isn't that Josh Ritter poster cool? Yes. That's awesome. I can draw that. I should draw school stuff. Playing with the bubble vest on. Four. Three. Two. One. I don't have it. I lost it. Shane, Rocky Four. Dude. Drago's wife from Rocky Four. Dude. One clue at a time. Oh, I thought you already guessed. Oh, you shook your head no, so that's why I, that's why I didn't. That's why I, didn't I don't know her name. I don't care. Oh, um, I didn't. I didn't look. <laughs> um, she was shacked up with uh. With oh butt yeah, good call. Yeah, I don't know her name. I don't really care. All right, next clue. Who is it? What's her name? You want me to give another clue so you can try to get another No, two shot? clues no, only. Clue. Two I clues only. What's the three name? Clues. Just for fun, if I told you Beverly Hills Cop two, we'd be able to get it. I know exactly who it is. I just you don't know, know her name. name. She's like six foot five. Bridget Nielsen. Yes. Thank you. Oh, that's it. That was my last one. Blue through those. It's like Joey wins. Nine to five. Nine to five. Off mic, don't reply. Don't say anything. Well let's just let's just let's just say Joey won nine to five. Good job, Joe. So now Shane's responsible for next week. Got it. Seventeen. Got it. As always. Alright. I'm on it, man. That was kind of a do quick this. one. Yeah, that was a good one. Joe got that kicked my ass. Yeah. Fast. Look at that reply I got. Just off air. Don't say anything. <laughs> While they're uh, off replying, we'll take a quick break. We'll finish up with the Build a Better Man project. Stay tuned, folks. All right, folks, final segment. Uh, I want to thank all the uh, for everybody who support on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and things like that. Really appreciate it. Also starting a uh, – well, first things first. Next week's movie is going to be Lawless starring Shia LaBeouf and Tom Hardy. Jesse, uh, Jesse. Yeah. So, Who's the first guy you said? Shia LaBeouf. 
Who? Tom Hardy. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Tom Hardy, Jessica Chastain. That's available currently streaming on uh, Netflix. Have you guys seen In Bruges? We should watch that sometime. Either that or Seven Psychopaths, both of them. First things first, Lawless. All right. Anyways, let's thank you. Uh, you can always contact us on Twitter at POS Sarcasm. You can hit us up on Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm. Or you can just simply go to the pod, uh, the contact page at PositiveSarcasm.com. Just uh, hit us up there if you have any questions or whatever. Uh, also, starting a uh, Kickstarter campaign. Sick. Uh, if you have any, if you want to make a donation to the uh, Build a Better Man project, you can uh, simply go. I'll I'll hit the link up by uh, next week. So if you want to make donations, uh, working on uh, if anybody who uh, donates a certain amount, you'll be getting a hoodie, uh, custom made. I'm gonna be going through those designs uh, probably later this month, and uh, we'll come up with something from there. Uh, anyways, I t- originally told you there is a change of plans. Uh, I originally told you that the first event was gonna be September 27th, and that the second event was going to be November 1st. Well, there is a slight change in plans. I'm adding a third show. October 11th in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, there is an OCB event. Literally two weeks after my first event, I will be participating in that one as well. So I have three shows within 30 days. I'm going to be at Pearl Jam, but I will be there with you in support in my mind. Oh, really? So you'll be even flowed. So that's three shows. Like I said, Scarborough. I'm going with a better man. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Scarborough, Maine. September 27th, uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, October 11th, and the big show on uh, November 1st in uh, Boston, Mass. This weekend, however, uh, which by the time this podcast is done and edited, I will have attended uh, the show in Newburyport, Massachusetts for the OCB. I'll be there with my uh, posing instructor, Bruno. Bruno! Um, so that'll be fun. I'll get some interest- interesting information. I'll also be doing the webisode from, the, uh, from that event. And then I'll be taking some pictures as well. Um, so there'll be some interesting information coming from that. Uh, just be some more fun stuff to look at. Once I have it done, I'll have it posted and up, uh, uploaded into the events gallery at positivesarcasm.com. Uh, week three was really tough. Uh, week three was really tough, but week week four is coming to an end and is really starting to turn around physically. I've already sent on all my progress picks to my trainers and stuff like that, and they said I'm really I'm actually ahead of some of the others. So I'm really really doing well. Uh, I'm starting to focus more and more and more on the event itself uh, instead of other things and getting focused on it. Um, as far as all the uh, the emotional stuff and, and the, the really dealing with the food and, fa- and the first phase of uh, portion control, uh, it's actually going better than expected. Uh, but here's the breakdown of it. I haven't really given you much detail besides the events and then the fact that I'm doing them. The amount of money it costs you. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna spend 16 weeks to do one of these events, food wise, it's gonna cost you around two thousand dollars. For 16 weeks worth of food, if you follow the instructions of your of your uh, nutritionist, also your nutritionist and a trainer, that's going to cost you around five to six hundred dollars. Your supplements are going to cost you around 150 to 200 dollars per month. Your registration fees for these events, depending upon whether it's OCB or NPC, is going to cost you anywhere from 150 to 200 dollars. That's basically including the registration fee to actually go to the event and then your actual fitness card, which you need to even get in the door. Uh, OCB requires an additional $50 for a polygraph that you have to take because they do not allow any performance-enhancing drugs. So those are your breakdowns. So if you actually have that ability to do this, not to mention the time it takes, the amount of energy you need in the gym, uh, and any other things you have in your personal life going on, if you have like a family or something like that, you have to take all this into account before you start doing something like this. Uh, because it it may sound fun to do, uh, but when you get into crunch time, it's actually quite hard. But everything's going well so far. I just wanted to give a quick update. Um, I'll have more information this weekend. But right now, I'm going to the Newburyport event. 
And then, uh, like I said, three shows within about a 30-day period. And then after the November 1st one, I'll be locking in more dates. You can go to bodybuildingtickets.com or you can simply go to bevfrancis.com for the NPC event. Or basically, let me put it this way, naturalmusclenetwork.com has the OCB events. bevfrancis.com has the NPC events. So you can go here, click there, and if you have questions or comments on them, you can hit us up at POS Sarcasm, or you can also hit us up at Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm, or you can just go to PositiveSarcasm.com for all that information. So that's pretty much what I have for you on that. We'll stick with mainly just the basics of how much it costs and uh, all that as far as week four goes. I did actually put up a progress pick for the first time ever uh, up on Twitter. You can check that out. Uh, Flexed Fitness actually retweeted that. I've worked off three of uh, three, um... <laughs> Ever since you posted that, I worked three of them out. Stop grabbing yourself. That's that's good. Anyways, uh, Flex right Fitness actually retweeted it to its twelve thousand followers, so that was that was actually pretty cool. Uh, that was a pretty awesome workout, but that was only shoulders and abs, so that was pretty great. So the first progress pick is up after four weeks. Uh, I look pretty damn proud of myself. That's for goddamn sure. But uh, as far as that, more information will come. the uh, The blog and the webisode will be up by the end of this weekend, and uh, more information to come. Once again, Lawless with Shia LaBeouf and Tom Hardy. That'll be uh, the show for next week, so feel free to catch that. We'll also do uh, notes and anecdotes, probably some news if there is any. I didn't want to approach the Jason Biggs topic because I really don't give a shit. I don't care about stupid Twitter stuff. Um, and then uh, we'll do the birthday game. And let's see, who's up for next week's birthday game? Is it me against uh, Mark? Ooh, that ought to be a good one. Clash of the Titans. Hmm. <laughs> More like Wrath of the Titans. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, uh, if you guys have any final thoughts, please. I'm good, man. Yeah. Have All a good right. weekend. Have a good one, everybody. Bitches. Uh, bitches. Uh, hey, Mark, are you going to the October 11th one? Probably not. You uh, should. I don't know. So, I don't know. It's Cape Cod, man. Far out my schedule right now. Uh, anyways. All right. We're done here. I got to go take a shower and do some other shit, and I'll go to the bar tonight and have a nice unsweetened iced tea. I'd like to thank you all for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher, or you can also listen to us at PositiveSarcasm.com. Remember, next week, lawless. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Positive Sarcasm presentation. What the hell?